about Nikki, Drake, LeBron James, the Cowboys, and um, Drake fan, uh, and, then, and then Wayne fans, I think. I think that's who I, who, who I feel that shit up with. Not 100% sure on the Wayne thing, but you get what I'm saying, though. At least four of those five fan bases are among the worst in the country. For this reason right here. 
so basically, Missy Elliott asked a simple question. What is better, a hit record or a classic album? This is all that she asked. This is all in harmless, this is a harmless question. But Nikki stands, as they usually do, to bow to their toxic god, assume that Missy was talking about the success of Super Freaky Girl by Nicki Minaj, saying that Missy was subbing her, which is ridiculous. And you know, Nicki Minaj was just at the VMAs and obviously Missy Elliott was left off the list of people that she thanked. I say typical, but that shit corny by Nicki and her fans. And then that's another thing I don't like about Nicki. Like, she let Missy get disrespected and didn't take up for her or stand up for her. She just asked the fucking question, bitch. Nicki's fan base is horrible. Like, they disrespected this woman. They questioned her credibility. They went on to say that Nicki more successful. I mean, if we're talking about money that she earned, but that's about it. Nikki does not have the classic albums that Missy Elliott has. There's not a Nikki record better than a lot of Missy albums, bro. We can go down the line here. Let's talk. Let's talk rap. Missy Elliott changed the game. Did Nikki write songs for Aaliyah? And various other R&B artists? I think not. Did Nikki produce records? For some of your favorite artists over the years. Like Super Duper Fly is a classic. The Real World is a classic. Under Construction is a classic. Missy So Addictive is a classic. This Is Not a Test is a very dope album. Not a classic, but very dope. The Cookbook, her last project, was fire. Then she released an EP that wasn't too bad. A couple of years back A lot of y'all really just Don't study music A lot of y'all Are just so biased That y'all didn't go back and listen to Missy's classic content To even form an opinion And a lot of y'all Jumped the gun That's a problem with a lot of y'all Y'all just jumped the gun And just think that They were insulting your God Yeah. And it's just so unfortunate yeah. that y'all yeah. would go that far to yeah. disrespect the legend. Yeah. 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 But I was just yeah. amazed reading some of those comments. Y'all can look it up yourself. I'm not going to go to them because I'm going to get more upset and angry. I mean, it's a reason why I rank Missy in the top five of the greatest female MCs of all time. It's a big reason why. Like I ranked her what, number four all time? I ranked Nikki sixth. It's just like, Nikki gets all the hype, but doesn't like match the hype. Missy was an underdog from day one who had to fight 
the industry based on her image. And Missy want us over with original originality and creativity. But Missy Elliott disrespect will not be tolerated. And I picked the perfect song in the intro just to explain why. Now, which leads me back to the VMAs. I don't give a fuck about the VMAs. I did not watch the VMAs. So I'm not going to really speak on it. Like, I don't really give a fuck because the VMAs have not been interesting since the early 2000s. That's when the VMAs was the shit. Like 2000 to like 2008, VMAs used to be lit. And of course the 90s. But the 2000s was when the VMAs was at its peak. So, um, I heard a report over the weekend that's, that was weird. So, you know, it was 50 Cent week, Tycoon week. I heard a rumor that Zero and Trade of Truth got into it. Is that true? Because I heard that, you know, they fall out and then they get cool again. They fall out and they get cool again. I hope that's not the case because I really respect Zero and Trade of Truth. And, you know, they were in a group together called uh, Assholes by Nature. I hope that's not true. And then I heard at that same event that Tony Yayo beat up Pleasure P and jumped him. Now, watching Pleasure P on Love and Hip Hop, you know, allegedly I heard that Pleasure P was drunk as hell and antagonizing Yayo. And Tony Yayo doesn't tolerate much disrespect. So he went off in his shit and got jumped. Allegedly. This is stuff I heard that's alleged. It's a rumor. If that is true, that's some wild ass shit. But I understand, like, from Pleasure's personality, he's got an ego. So he thinks he can just poke his chest out at any time, and he thinks he's tough. But Yale. Despite being mature, you know, he probably felt that Pleasure P was disrespecting him, which is understandable. And speaking of disrespect, man, these fucking reporters, bro. These so-called analysts that be on the media, that be on TV, man. They wilding the fuck out this week. Hey, Stephen A. Sherman Hemsley. The Red Sea Hairline. Lamont from Sanford and Son. Head ass nigga. Hey, guess what, bitch? I was hey, Jonathan Kaminga was in the World Cup qualifiers. And and, and and you can look up them highlights, bitch. You talking about his off-season focus, right? Why he in the World Cup? Why he in the summer league? That's not focus enough for you? What does he gotta do, bro? The man is obviously out here working on his game because I've seen highlights of him in the qualifying game playing for his country. You can look up Jonathan Kaminga qualifying World Cup, right? And look at them highlights. 
Jonathan Kaminga has gotten better at shooting the basketball from those highlights that I've seen. He's gotten better with handling the ball. He's gotten better with finishing over contact, finishing over people. So it's clear that Kaminga's been working on his game and has not slacked and that Stephen A. Smith fell for any fucking rumor. Stupid. Stupid ass nigga. I fucking hate these coon ass niggas, man. That is just so quick to just tear down a black man with no fucking proof. He claimed to have sources that he heard a rumor. I'm just like, bro, Jonathan Kaminga has played the Summer League and played the qualifying World Cup games. If that isn't responsible, if that isn't off-season working out and showing a well-improved game on a decent stage, man, you know he's not going to go on uh, first fake and say, Oh, I was wrong. I was wrong about Kaminga, my bad. He's not going to correct himself. Like, at least when I'm wrong, I go and I say, I fucked up, my bad. And this is why I say allegedly, or this is a rumor. But you heard a rumor and went off the fucking deep end. That's fucking crazy to me. And speaking of rumors, do not fall. Hey, man, when y'all reading these articles, man, look out for the title, Ball Sack Sports. Ball Sack Sports is a parody account. Even I, in the past, have fell for some of those reports. Even though I do share those reports because they're funny and hilarious. And these guys, as a troll account, definitely have studied some of these players. And they're very uh, entertaining and funny. Just don't fall for it because Ballsack uh, Sports reported that Kyrie Irving told Nash to give Kobe back those two MVPs because he didn't deserve it. And it said that a, a former NBA player in Olden Polonies who reported on, I guess, one of the platforms that you know, Kyrie told Nash to give back his MVPs. And that story proved to not be true. Gotta watch these fake reports. Don't believe everything that you read. That's why they say don't believe everything that you read, bro. You just gotta check the content, man. You gotta check the reporters. Because those guys can be wrong. Skip Bayless and, and Shannon Sharp. Y'all two motherfuckers gotta get chopped up, man. Y'all gotta get put on the chopping block, man. Skip Bayless is gonna say that Pat Bev is better than Russell Westbrook right now. Come, come on, man. Come on now, dog. Come on, man. Does Pat Bev even average 10 points per game for his career? Russell Westbrook is a legend. Don't get it tangled and twisted. And then Shannon Sharp did the unthinkable 
on Undisputed. This is what I heard. Now, I didn't, you know, this is a report that came out. I don't watch that show. I don't necessarily watch their show because it's full of bullshit, full of malarkey and bias. But Shannon Sharp said that Russell Westbrook is not top 75 all time. This nigga need to be hit on, on top of the head. He is very disrespectful to a legend. Russ is knocking on the door of top 50. If not top 50, maybe. I think. I think he might be top 50, bro. I'm not going to hold you. I cannot believe that they said that about Russ like that. I cannot believe that they disrespected Russell Westbrook. All because of one motherfucking season. Like, I, I, get, I hold Kevin Durant accountable for losing against the Celtics, right? That's been a theme on this show. It's holding KD accountable for his decisions. But I'm not going to say that Kevin Durant not top 50, though, all, all, all time. I actually got Russell Westbrook uh, number 63 all time. But he's top 75. No disrespect. I actually have Westbrook 63rd all time. But for Shannon Sharp to say that he's not top 75, that's going too far. All because you blame, you know, Shannon Sharp likes to blame Russell Westbrook for the Lakers' failed season when you need to blame your boyfriend. You need to blame your boyfriend, LeBron James, for chucking all those jumpers. While y'all, while they were getting their ass whooped by 50 points, you need to blame your man. The all-time leader in turnovers. <laughs> for fucking, for that season, for, for uh, missing multiple defensive assignments. Russell Westbrook still averaged 17 a game as a third option and had plenty of big games last season. But of course, that was overshadowed by the failure of the season. It's one thing to say he's not top 50. Okay, that's fine. But to say he's not top 75? There are not 75 guys better than Westbrook. Sorry, bro. This man averaged a triple-double four seasons in a row, won MVP, went to the NBA Finals. There's a lot of guys that's, that's top 75 that hasn't won a championship or hasn't even been to an NBA Finals. So for y'all to diss Russell Westbrook like that, that's dirty as hell. And foul. And I really hope that Russ goes to another team next season. Because obviously playing for the Fakers, he's not going to get the respect that he deserves. Like a walking triple-double. If on another team, 
It's not 75. But anyway, let's get to DJ Khaled. Now, DJ Khaled is expected to sell a lot of copies. If you better thank Jay-Z for that. Let's see, let's see the actual projections here. Projections, according to Complex.com, they say that Khaled is expected to move 105,000 to 115,000, which is pretty damn good. A lot of people, um, you know, I'm not gonna front. I didn't expect him to sell that much, but goddamn it, you better thank Rock Nation and Hove and Hove for doing that verse because without that Hove verse, it doesn't sell half of that. That shit might sell 55 to 60K without Jay-Z. You know, he was hyping this verse up, which is one of the verse of the year candidates. You know, understandable. I get it. Because Jay-Z took it back. But God did give Khaled a shit ton of money. Even though the album was not godly at all. Now, there are also other rumors that I keep hearing, right? There's one rumor that said that Kevin Durant didn't want out of Brooklyn the whole time. I honestly don't believe that. I think that KD saw that him losing early in the playoffs multiple times when he has a point to prove allegedly a point to prove even though I don't think he has anything to prove myself personally you know but then again maybe he does have a point to prove because he hasn't won a championship without Golden State and him winning one as the leader of his own team in which, of course, Charles Barkley criticized him for. And, you know, him losing in the first round, getting swept, did not help his case at all. But I feel like the Brooklyn Nets have the perfect team to me. And they should be able to win the title this year. They should be. But I truly believe that KD wanted to trade because all these publications and shit like that wouldn't be reporting that the same thing. You know, I can see if it's a fake rumor. I can see if it was ball sack sports. But these are like big wig publications and lead writers and people who are in Kevin Durant's circles reporting this. So, which begs the next question. Are the Lakers going to keep Russell Westbrook? Stop teasing us, man. Because first I hear, oh, the Lakers are trying to, are openly shopping Russell Westbrook. Then I'm hearing another report like, oh, uh, uh, they keeping Westbrook for the time being. And then I'm hearing that they are patiently waiting to trade Westbrook. Hey, yo, I'm confused. 
Which one is it? Which rumor is correct? I just want to know something. Maybe did I miss something? I don't know. Y'all tell me. Because more than likely, I think the Lakers should trade him. That's $41 million off your books. Either way. And the Pacers, I hear from the streets, want him. I know the Knicks have been wanting him for quite a while. A few months back, you know, Michael Jordan and the Charlotte Hornets wanted him. But him and LaMelo wouldn't make sense, in my opinion. But those were the teams that were reaching their hands out. And San Antonio, too. Honestly, I think San Antonio would be the perfect place for Russell Westbrook to land. He'll have his own team, whole bunch of young niggas that I think he can make better. And he'll be back to triple-dub Russ. And then Shannon Sharp would still be talking shit. Oh, why didn't he do that when he was playing with LeBron and AD? He had a perfectly good chance of winning a championship. Get your country ass up, nigga. Anyway, last but not least, Gilbert Arenas, a.k.a. Gilbert Uranus. You wonder, you're wondering why I call Gilbert Arenas Gilbert Uranus. Because all he does is talk up out of his anus. With some of his poor sports takes. And Arenas had yet another poor sports take. Let's get to these comments. Now Gilbert Arenas had something to say about Giannis Antipo Negro. And I do not like Giannis disrespect. Because Giannis Antetokounmpo got one of the realest championships of all time. He's got one of the realest NBA championships in history. And, and recently he doubled down on that entrepreneur Negro take. see what Gilbert Uranus says because I know Gilbert is not talking as weak as the East was when you were playing right all you had to do was beat an old ass Pistons team LeBron a lot of y'all y'all Bron stands say that LeBron took a bunch of bombs to the finals I need y'all to keep that same energy right in this situation in the weakest East ever right you had Antoine Jameson, Larry Hughes, Brendan Haywood, Karan Butler, and you niggas couldn't get to the Western Conference, I mean the Eastern Conference Finals. And then you have previous chemistry with Jameson on the Warriors, which makes things 100% worse. And then a lot of people thought you should win MVP. And then your dumbass kept doing dumb shit. Getting caught with guns. Showing up to camp out of shape. So you the wrong messenger to speak on Giannis Antipo Negro, bro. I'm telling you that right now. The media says 
He's the best player in the league. Not even close. Just stop it. Shut the fuck up, Gilbert. Shut your ass up, big nose. Gilbert Pippen. You see the snage that motherfucker got? That nigga got that Pippen nose. He's got that long nose shotgun. Talking that shit about Big G. Killer G like that. Not even close. I could I could understand him saying Giannis is top five at five. He ain't no lower than five. I have him number two currently in the league. But not even close. Where do you rank him, nigga? Where? Where? I can look at his game and say he doesn't understand basketball yet. Are you fucking kidding me? Now you you can you can say um you can say that um you could have said that about Giannis five six years ago. But if he won a championship, averaging what thirty five and thirteen and six. He don't understand basketball averaging 35-13 and motherfucking six, nigga? Are you serious? If that's the case, you ain't understand basketball either because all you can do is shoot. That's it. All you can do is shoot. You you never developed any of your other skills. You never played defense. You don't know the first thing. There's no D in arenas. Pause. Yeah, you dunked. That was cute. But nigga, that's all. You wasn't good for shit. All you could do is shoot. But Giannis Antipo-Negro doesn't understand basketball. How? He plays the sport. He won a championship. Cool. What? But he doesn't know, understand how to be better, how to train his body. My goodness, have you been watching Giannis the last five years? Fuck, nigga. His numbers have gone up. And every sense of and every sense of numbers going up. You gotta be fucking kidding me. This dude really knows basketball, right? That's why certain people just shouldn't speak on basketball. Even ones that played it don't understand sometimes. Giannis Antetokounmpo came into the league. All he could do was dunk. That's it. He developed his handles under Jason Kidd and sometimes played the point guard position. But Kidd helped him develop his game. He can handle the ball, right? Then it was his jump shot. He can't shoot, right? That was the thing. That was what plagued Giannis. Then not to mention, Giannis improved his jump shot over the last two seasons. He got better with his mid-range. His three-point shot is, is, is improved. Have you seen him the last two playoffs? 
hitting threes. Then it was bad free throw shooting. And he improved his free throws like crazy. His free throw game has been on point. How to train his body. Have you seen that nigga muscles? I'm with Kwame Brown. Have y'all watched the Kwame Brown video of him commenting on arenas? On your anus. Gilbert, your anus. Have you? He said some of the realest shit about uh, Giannis Antipo Negro, man. He said that his... his uh, He got veins on, on his face. <laughs> like... Giannis has gained at least 20 pounds of muscle over the last two seasons. He's strong as an ox. He's putting niggas in a blender. He's putting niggas through the rim. What? To be at the top, you have to train your body at least 38 minutes and above. LeBron played 37 minutes at 37. Hold on, hold on, hold on. LeBron James was playing 37 minutes because his team was getting his at they ass beat every fucking game. And they left him in there to chuck up jump shots. And then he also played 37 minutes because you know why. He's trying to catch Kareem. Stop playing with this man. Allen Iverson was playing 43 minutes. Allen Iverson's job was to play 43 minutes. That has nothing to do with nothing, bro. And then he had previous comments about Giannis. Learn how to play basketball. To be honest, he's the James Harden of the East Coast. Stop it, man. He had one bad series. And that was when Kawhi Leonard was checking him. That's Kawhi, bro. You have a guy who's not a point guard who dominates the ball and he plays one style. I'm going to try to take all the big men who can't move off the dribble, Euro step and get some dunks. What? This man has improved his handle mid-range. He's shooting from the post to go along with burying niggas in the rim. But Giannis is a champion now and you said nothing. I didn't hear you congratulating him for getting one of the realest championships of all time. You, when when Giannis won the championship, you was quiet as a rat pissing on carpet. When your ass couldn't get past the conference semifinals, LeBron used to beat y'all niggas senseless. As he should have, because you're a dickhead. Yeah, that's my show, man. It's King Known Uncensored, Gilbert, your anus, and I'm out.